it's time for you all to wake up and shift your paradigm. This world is the kingdom of darkness and we are living in its last days. It won't be long before the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat and the earth and everything therein shall be burnt up. The Luciferian elite have been setting up the new world order and now they've established the globalist beast system for the rise of that wicked one and revealing of the man of sin who comes after the workings of Satan. Don't take my word for it. Read the Bible and you'll know that perilous times shall come in the last days and we are in the last days. All right, everybody, hope you're doing well. Welcome to another We Read the Documents live stream. I am your host, John Brisson. This live stream is for the Kingdom Productions Network, which I am a member, um, which you can find um, the podcasts that are uh, within the network um, on Spotify. Just uh, search for the Kingdom Productions Network, um, and there you can find... um, a podcast uh, uh, that I am part of, um, a Christian podcast known as By Their Fruits that I do with my co-host, a fellow brother in Christ, uh, Jeremy Stone, um, as well as uh, the Remnant Report with uh, Pastor Jeremy Anderson. Uh, and uh, we also offer over there for $2.99 a month um, ad-free bonus content, uh, 200 plus documentaries, audio, ebooks, and more. Uh, so if you want to uh, donate to the ministry, to Kingdom Productions Network, uh, please uh, consider becoming a subscriber for $2.99 uh, a month. It helps us out greatly. Um, and so uh, today um, I'm going to discuss out there uh, um, the Council for National Policy. Um, which is a supposed uh, right-wing uh, Christian group uh, that is supposed to represent conservatives and people with, uh, you know, kind of right-leaning political ideologies and thoughts, and uh, Christians as well within the United States of America. Uh, but this secretive elite group... Uh, which is kind of like the right's um, antithesis to the uh, progressive or leftist Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, we have to remember that they might be uh, two bird, you know, two wings of the same bird, right? The bird being the current world order. Uh, you have the left wing, which is the CFR, and the right wing being the CMP. They both flap in tandem to keep the world order or the eagle afloat. Um, but nonetheless, uh, both groups are secretive. Both groups are full of elite. Uh, the CMP is probably more secretive than the CFR because most people have never heard of it, and they don't publish their uh, membership lists openly or tell when their meetings are going to be held, unlike all the information that we have publicly available, even on the Council on Foreign Relations website, where you're able to see where they hold their conferences and you're able to see where they... Um, 
you know, who is a member on the Council on Foreign Relations. Um, and so I'm going to read uh, the first blog that I wrote on my Substack. We've read the documents uh, on the Council for National Policy to give an overview. Then we're going to listen to a uh podcast uh contending for truth by uh dr scott johnson i am subscribed to dr scott johnson i listened to dr scott johnson um and uh he covered uh, the council for national policy and his issues with it many years ago so i'm going to give you a modern coverage of the cmp and this is only going to start our series uh we'll have more episodes on the council for national policy and exposing how they don't represent conservatives and they don't represent christians Above all, they don't represent our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, that being said, though, there might be some very well-meaning conservatives or well-meaning Christians or well-meaning Christian conservatives within the CMP that are not in the higher echelon part of the group uh, that may think that they're doing um, you know, uh, good works uh, for the United States of America or the world or believe that they are pleasing God. Um, you know, and I do think that not every, just because someone is in the CMP, just like someone's in the CFR, doesn't necessarily automatically make them a nefarious, elitist, evil person. Okay. But it depends on how high they are within the organization. Uh, you know, um, what their, what their job is, um, you know, their status in life, like these things matter, um, when you're trying to, uh, you know, determine, uh, through proper discernment, whether a person is nefarious or not, right? And so I came across the um, information about the Council for National Policy uh, many years ago when uh, a friend of mine told me to go watch Josh Reeves's movies, The Secret Right Volume 1 and The Secret Right Volume 2, which are documentaries from 2009 to 2011. So Josh Reeves knew about it a long time ago. And later there were other researchers too as well, like Derek in the Midwest, who is a good friend of mine, who's a born-again Christian now. His name is Mark. Uh, you can still find his YouTube channel up on, uh, on YouTube, uh, who uh, covered the CMP um in depth before he was saved by the grace of god um and hopefully me and him are going to do uh more shows together uh within the future um but you know there have been people dr scott johnson who i'm about to uh play a video uh later you know discussing the cmp there have been various people who have talked about it in the past including yours truly um i've also uh you know gotten a hold of some you know, documents of the CMP from 1981 to 1983 that I'm releasing on my Substack, uh, first to my paid uh, readers for the first week and then to the rest of everybody else, you know, the week afterwards for free uh, that is, has membership lists and a corporation papers and bylaws and rules and letters and everything. So there have been numerous people who have exposed the CMP, uh, but not many people that you probably know of or know of their work or probably many people listening probably don't even know about the Council for National Policy or why they should care. Uh, but they are conservatives they're not Christians, okay? Many people that are involved in the organization itself is not Christian. It labels itself Judeo-Christian, which is a buzzword, okay? Um, you know, if, if an organization's going to be Christian, it should just be Christian, not Judeo-Christian, okay? And so um, I'm going to read from my article, uh, and then we'll, you know, I'll discuss some things as I'm reading. 
And hopefully this is edified to the body of the Christ and anybody who's listening uh, for you to learn the secret of, uh, order of why you should pay attention to them when you come across them. So let, uh, let, let me begin. As a Christian conservative, I'm constantly disappointed in and stabbed in, my, in the back by the United States Republican political party. Do you ever wonder why the conservatives in the United States Congress or United States Republican presidents rarely follow through with what they promise to their constituents? We're constantly told by conservative mainstream and alternative media that these constant failures are only caused by either the United States Democrat Party or spineless rhinos, Republicans in name only. We are also told that leftist elitist groups, including the Council on Foreign Relations, are the primary group to blame for these failures and hold back the United States Republican Party from refilling, fulfilling their promises. What if I told you that there is a, is a group that you've likely never heard of that is made up of numerous prominent United States conservatives and Republicans? They answer to the same world elitist accounts of foreign relations. There are even people that are members of both organizations. There is no right-left political paradigm regarding the world elite and the world order. Um, in the world order. They're two wings of one bird. I have been in conspiracy theories for years and never heard of the CMP. Um, why have you also likely never heard about the secretive group? Because most of the alternative media is controlled by the Council for National Policy, including prominent alternative media pun pundits like Alex Jones. The Council for National Policy is a secretive group like the Council on Foreign Relations and Bilderberg both used to be. Both groups are reported on, and you can now see their membership lists online and who attends meetings. Of the foremost right-wing elitists, financiers, activists, and puppeteers within the United States, CMP member Morton Blackwell once said the policy of the CMP is that we don't discuss who attends meetings or what is said. Its membership meetings and projects are all secret. Even though the group enjoys tax-exempt status, as a 501c3, it focuses on foreign policy issues. Interesting. Foreign policy, but it's the Council for National Policy, not the Council for Foreign Policy. Okay. The CMP's membership roster dates locations of meetings, meeting speakers. Some CMP speeches were posted on their CMP website. The CMP website is now locked behind a membership login as of August 2020. And meeting agendas are kept confidential. Unlike other elite organizations, including Bilderberg, few CMP meetings have been covered in the media since its founding. Over the years, many meetings have occurred secretly behind closed doors with no published or leaked information about who attended or what was discussed at their meetings. However, I should mention that more information has leaked out over the past few years, giving us a glimpse into the group's inner workings. Council for National Policy comprises two related organizations. The Council for National Policy, a tax-exempt 501c3 membership group founded in 1981, and CEP in Action Incorporated, a 501c4 founded in 1987. CEP in a Action Incorporated allows the Council for National Policy to lobby and engage in legislative matters without jeopardizing its tax-exempt status. Since the CEP intends to maintain very low visibility, it's likely that through its members, members lobbying at the behest of the CMP or CMP action, they instead put forth the names of other groups with which they affiliated to maintain secrecy, for example, the Heritage Foundation. The Council for National Policy has a compartmentalized hierarchical structure like most secretive elitist groups. Their executive committee comprises a president, a vice president, secretary, treasurer, and prestige group members. Next within the hierarchical structure is the CMP Action President, Secretary, Treasurer, and Board of Directors. Gold Circle members continue the hierarchical structure and donate tens of thousands of dollars to the CMP to hold this prestigious title a year. 
The rest of the hierarchical structure is as follows. The CMP Board of Governors, General Members, CMP Action Employees, and finally the William F. Buckley Jr. Council Directory, younger members of the CMP. So the CMP's uh, mission statement, okay, is what they have imprinted on front of their leaked 2014 membership directory. And it states economic freedom, which, you know, I'm for um, fair capitalism, but I'm not for crony capitalism. And the United States has crony capitalism. Um, and so, you know, what do they mean by economic freedom? Like, how free? Is it fair? Like, what's up with that? Okay. Judeo-Christian values. Okay. And strong national defense. Well, I'm not necessarily against a standing army, but how much money are we going to pump into the United States military? How much money laundering and fraud is going on with our large and very large defense budgets? How much money do we give to countries like Israel, for example, our quote-unquote so-called greatest ally? Uh, okay, so... You know, again, there has to be nuanced discussions about economic freedom. There has to be nuanced discussions about how far should our strong national defense go. And I do think uh, Judeo-Christian um, is kind of, um, especially with modern-day uh, Judaism, uh, is kind of conflicting. It's kind of like an at-odd statement, right? Um, Judeo-Christian there. Why not just Christian values? Okay. So... Vision statement for 2014, a united conservative movement to assure by 2020 policy leadership and governments that restores religious and economic freedom, a strong national defense, and Judeo-Christian values under the Constitution. Hmm. Yes, Michael, Judeo-Christian is an oxymoron. That's correct. Um, so we have the Council for National Policy was founded in 1981. The CFP was supposedly founded with funding from the Rockefeller family, the Koch family, the Coors family, the Skay family, the Hunt family, and the heretical Unification Church leader, Sung Mung Moon. Now, Sung Mung Moon, who ran the false uh, Unification Church or Mooney religion, said that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ failed on his mission when he's crucified on the cross, and that he continued his Jesus' mission as Moon said that he was the true Messiah. Okay, the guy is heretical as the day is long. All right, but CMPers have taken uh, his money. Um, Council for National Policy member um, Jerry Falwell uh, took moon money in the mid 90s to bail out Liberty University. Liberty University would not exist today if it was not for uh, money from the Unification Church and the heretic uh, uh, Sung Mung Moon, I won't even call him the Reverend Sung Mung Moon, just Sung Mung Moon, Falwell sold out to Moon and took his money just to keep Liberty University afloat. So before you send your kids to Liberty University for college, really, really think about that. We only knew of a few of the early founding members that attend the first CMP meeting at Richard Vigory's home, which made up at least 50 people on May 19, 1981. The founding members that we know of include Left Behind Author, who also accepted at least that we know of $500,000 from the Unification Church to start the Council for National Policy, Tim LaHaye, his wife Beverly LaHaye, Richard Vigory, Paul Wyrick, T. Colin Davis, Herbert and Nelson Bunker Hunt, Charles Koch from the Koch brothers, Koch family, 
William Size, Howard Phillips, David Stockman, Lewis Woody Jenkins, Morton C. Blackwell, Robert Billings, Joseph Coors, Ed Fulner, Reed Larson, Ed McActeer, Bill Saracino, Phyllis Schlafly. Now, Phyllis Schlafly is known as America's grandmother, right? She's conservative, she's so-called Christian, but yet if you guys know about the Council for National Policy Rand Franklin scandal, the homosexual conservative... Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, lobbyist Craig Spence, uh, who was directly involved in the Franklin scandal and held parties over his house, compromising parties with Lawrence C. King and uh, underage children, uh, where they were ritually abused and molested, and it was filmed very much Epstein s Brownstone s type houses. Okay, that um, uh. That um, Phyllis Schlafly, America's conservative grandmother, okay, was frequented leaving Craig Spence brownstone parties. I've covered it on my channel in my Craig Spence episode that was covered in the news, okay? John King Singlob, uh, one of the founders of the Central Intelligence Agency, an original member of the OSS, which was before the CIA. The Office of Strategic Services. Robert Warren Stoddard, James Robinson, Ed McAteer, Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson, the Mormon W. Cleon Skousen, who also was a founding member of the John Birch Society, Tom Ellison, and former California Senator Bill Richardson and former North Carolina Senator John P. East. Members of the Council for National Policy once said they hope that they will gain influence much as they believe liberals have through organizations such as the Council on Foreign Relations. I believe the CMP has gained as much influence as the CFR, if not more. CMP Woody Jenkins once said to the press, I predict one day before the end of this century, the CMP will be so influential that no president, regardless of party or philosophy, will be able to ignore us or our concerns or shut us out of the highest levels of government. That's so very true. So very true. By 1984, the Council for National Policy grew to 400 members. According to a 2014 League CMP membership directly, there are more than 400 members. I also believe that once you're a CMP member, especially the elitist members, unless you renounce your membership, you're a member for life, even if you're not listed in the membership directory anymore. So here are some things briefly that the CMP was involved in that will go on through future streams. A lot of this stuff you probably recognize. The Iran-Contra affair... Colonel Oliver North was a Council for National Policy member and actually briefed Council for National Policy member Ronald Wilson Reagan while he was White House on president uh, as president about what things were happening in Nicaragua during the Iran-Contra affair from CMP meetings. Yes, you heard that right, that at CMP meetings, Reagan would get briefings, intelligence briefings that he wouldn't get anywhere else from Oliver North about the Iran-Contra affair. It's how powerful they were during the 80s and as powerful they are now. The funding of the Afghan Mujahideen freedom fighters during the 1980s. The El, the El Salvadorian Civil War. Supporting the Chilean Augusto Pinochet regime during the 1980s and Colonia Dignidad. Now, Colonia Dignidad, again, was this kind of Gestapo with kind of like weird European ties. Uh, it's kind of like a European chalet that was built in um, Chile, where, again, you have pedophilia and sacrificing and Satanism 
and murder and torture and prisoners and like a cult there and all this. The CMP, you know, Augusta Pinochet would send the Chilean, um, you know, dissidents, people, uh, whether they were guilty or not of any crimes against the Chilean government, uh, to Colonia Dictadad. Okay? Most people never even heard of it. I have to thank uh, Recluse from the farm for, 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 you know, giving out, you know, putting out this information. It's true. You can go research it yourself. Uh, I have. Uh, drug trafficking, legalization, Latin American drug trafficking from the 80s and 1990s, opioid trafficking from the Middle East, ecstasy trade that helped fund 9-11, which Israel is very much involved with, and the MAPS Institute, pushing psychedelics currently today. Um, yes, even though the CMP claims they're against drugs, you have CMP member William J. Bennett, that was a big part of DARE, right? It's the former Secretary of Education under George H.W. Bush administration. Um, again, read, you know, the book, The Dark Alliance by, um, Gary, by Gary Webb, trafficking all the drug trafficking that was coming out through the Rancontra Affair. Rancontra Affair was about drug trafficking through, uh, that was exposed through Gary Webb's book, uh, human trafficking, child trafficking, and pedophilia and satanic abuse that was um, covered in uh, John DeCamp and Nick Bryant's books on the Franklin scandal. And arms running, which happened, uh, you know, uh, with arms given to Iran to fund the Nicaraguan uh, Civil War between the Sandinistas and the Contras. So CMP was involved in all that. So I mentioned the Franklin scandal, Enslaw scandal, so the Octopus and, and Danny Casalero, Promise Software, William Weld, who who gave the transfer uh, with uh, Glober, uh, 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 Manachar Globinafar, uh, the um, he was an arms dealer. CMP William Weld uh, brokered the software transfer of uh, Promise to Israel, and Promise was like a database software that you had all this information that was shared in between different agencies whether law enforcement agencies or government agencies like the CIA or the FBI. And so you would have a database of all the information that you have on people, which is now the modern version of it is Palantir's Gotham. Okay. So imagine how much leagues above this is compared to the 1980s, 1990s. Okay, how much data they have on all of us. That the law enforcement agencies and the government agencies... You know, CIA, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, the Mossad, um, you know, uh, MI5. You know, they, they're getting all this information, you know, because uh, even the United Nations have all, their peacekeepers have all uh, yoked up using Palantir's Gotham's software worldwide, right? They'll have access to it. Uh, the co-option of modern Christianity within the United States and steering it towards dominionism, the New Apostolic Reformation, the Noahide laws, the Sunday laws, and Zionism. Many members of the family and the fellowship are CMP members or spoke at CMP meetings. The impeachment and trial of former United States President Bill Clinton. Yes, they controlled it. We have to remember that Hillary Clinton was a member of the family and the fellowship as well, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was all limited hangout. They could have... 
uh, went after the Clintons for numerous things. Whitewater, the murder of Vince Foster, the murder of the boys on the tracks, a drug running from Mena, Arkansas. Um, you know, later when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, Benghazi, or or the assassination of Muammar Gaddafi and the stabilization of Libya, the war crimes. I mean, there's so much stuff that could have kind of even gone over the Clintons. I know that was later. Uh, you know, that, that CMP member Ken Starr uh, could have gone after. But no, it was perjury for 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 lying um, in the, you know, the Paula Jones case about Bill Clinton not having sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. It was a limited hangout. It's controlled from the very beginning. Ties to the Saudi Arabian family, Wahhabism, the Altiqua Bank, 9-11. Half of the project of New American Century members were CMP. The other half roughly were CFR, some intermingled, but roughly half of each made up the, 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 uh, the, the uh, Project for New American Century, which released a report and where there's a plan for the war on terrorism before 9-11. Let's see here. Uh, the war on terror in Blackwater, Eric Prince is a CMP member. Institute of Sciences, I'll talk about that in a later stream. Amway, Bohemian Grove, the troubled teen industry, Mitt Romney, Jack Eckerd, CMP member, Eckerd Drugs, uh, Emil Simblar, the Mariana Island sex, tra sex ring and slave trade scandal. Um, now, with the troubled teen industry, you also have for-profit prisons, for-profit prisons through the Heritage Foundation and the CMP as well, too. Um, the re-election the re of Ronald Reagan... The election of George H.W. Bush, the election re-election of George W. Bush, the nomination of John McCain for president, and the election of Donald Trump. All these people had to, before they're given the Republican nominee, speak to the CMP. The CMP chose who would run for president, and that person would be the Republican nomination for president. Uh, Nexium, Roger Stone and the Bronfman family are within the CMP nexus. The Tea Party movement may have been co-opted from the CMP from the very uh, from the start. Or, 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 which would be, uh, uh, wouldn't be co-opted from the start. It would be uh, astroturfing from the start of the Tea Party movement or co-opted later. Um, so many members within the CMP or within the Tea Party movement. Uh, there you had Tea Party Patriots, which was started by CMP member Mark Meckler and CMP member Ginny Beth Martin. Um, the QAnon operation, Michael Flynn was a member of the CMP. Stephen Kedemy Bannon is a member of the CMP. The Mercers are members of the CMP through Cambridge Analytica. Um... The Liberate America movement, the astroturfing of lockdown protests during the pandemic, and many of the Americans' frontline, I call them frontline doctors, Dr. CMP Simone Gold. She's been a member of the CMP for uh, many years. So there's a brief overview of what the CMP is involved with, who they're made up, their origins and everything. So let's now turn to an episode of uh, Contending for the Truth by Dr. Scott Johnson. Uh, this is uh, more than 10 years ago that he did on the CMP. I still listen to Scott Johnson off and on to this day, and I recommend listening to him. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with everything on anybody, nor do I expect everybody to agree with everything that comes out of my mouth. Okay. But that being said, though, I do think Dr. Scott Johnson is a solid brother in Christ. Okay. I wish I didn't have to do this stuff or, or, or this feeling of, okay, because I can point out all their flaws, I'm superior. No, no, no. That's not what this is about at all, this particular study, or any of the other studies. I've said this before, if I got what I deserve, I get death and hell. Okay, I'd be the first to admit that. I mean, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am. Who should deliver me from the body of this death, like Paul said in Rome? I can really relate to that. So, 
this isn't about that at all. But these are some egregious, satanic, luciferic, evil things we're going to be talking about that strike at the very core of biblical Christianity. These aren't trivial issues. These aren't just things that you can say, well, we'll just pass it by and no big deal. Not that way at all. These are major, major heresies, blasphemies, doctrinal issues. And a lot of these issues even cross over into literally a a matter of salvation, of going to either heaven or hell. So, it's not something that, when you see this stuff, that, that you should take lightly. So, going further... Uh, let's see here. Example. Tim LaHaye said this to Sung Sun Young Moon 20 years before Moon claimed to be the Messiah. Now, Sung Young Moon, the, 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 uh, and I've done a study on him and I give you the teaching on that, uh, claims to be the Messiah. On- I just stated this earlier. We're going to do a further stream reading my article about the Reverend Sung Young Moon, but I stated this earlier, okay? planet earth and we're going to go over all that information again it's been a long time since i did that study and you're not going to believe how many people are yoked up with this guy this gigantic cult leader you're not going to believe how many bible believing supposed born-again christians are yoked up with this devil okay tim lahay the author of the left behind series okay said this to Sung Young Moon 20 years before Moon claimed to be the Messiah, before Sung Young Moon gave Jerry Falwell $3.5 million for his Regent University. He bailed out what became Liberty University. Okay? Moon bailed that out. I stated that earlier. Okay? Or Liberty, I'm sorry. Liberty. And we're going to get to that too. Before Jerry Falwell hired an exposed liar, Ergen... Kaner, we're going to talk about him more, before Chuck Missler placed LaHaye on his board of regions. Chuck Missler, I know this is going to hurt some of y'all, but you got to listen to the truth, okay? Chuck Missler was a member of the Council for National Policy for a long time. R.J. Rushduni, the founder of... Of, of Christian Reconstructionism, modern-day Christian nationalism, the long-term Council for National Policy member. And again, all these are little issues that we will get to in totality later in the study. Tim LaHaye said of Moon, quote, Your suffering will cleanse the sins of America. End of quote. This is his moon suffering for being locked up due to tax fraud charges by the IRS. Okay? His suffering, this false teacher and false prophet of where he was, you know, there's money laundering going on with uh with the Moonies and allegations of, of gun rugging and human trafficking and 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 lots of stuff. It's been covered uh by many people, including my late friend Don Diligent. Um, and I've done numerous streams about the Unification Church and the Moonies. Uh, Don Diligent has has done um, and um, uh, exposing them. Okay, and so you know you can go you can go research it for yourself. They're involved in a lot of mafioso type things around the world. Okay, more than just spreading spreading false 
heretical different gospel with the Unification Church, okay? Uh, but Tim LaHaye said it's the blood, it's the suffering in the blood of Moon that will cleanse the United States of America. Tim LaHaye's a heretic. He's a heretic. Left behind's heretical. And uh, Jerry B. Jenkins is a heretic. His son Dallas Jenkins is pushing Mormonism on the Chosen. Okay? Gotta have strong discernment, you guys. When he was in prison for a time here. And, again, we're going to get to that very soon. And, and this is all reference to the, the stuff that we're talking about here. Um, there's a teaching that I did on this previously that I just mentioned. And it's entitled Reverend Falwell, Reverend Sung Young Moon, and the Love of Money. And this is from 2007. May of 2000, May 20th, 2007. So it's been quite a while. Now, there's a link here. You can click on that. The audio quality on my earlier teachings aren't what it is today. I was still trying to figure out more of the sound things, and, and I went through a lot of sound configurations. Not to say it's perfect um, today, but it was. it's a lot better than it was. But anyway, I'm just going to give you the actual description of this teaching. In this teaching, we will be looking at the fruit of some of the most prominent Christian figures in America. This list will include Jerry Falwell Sr. Yeah, Jeremy Anderson. Chuck Missler was an avid dispensationalist who had a very high security clearance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jr., uh, Timothy LaHaye of the Left Behind series, Gary Bauer, Bill Bright, Paul Crouch, Dr. James Dobson, Billy Graham, Dr. D. James Kennedy. James Beverly Dobson, CMP, D. James Ken Kennedy, CMP. LaHaye, Ralph Reed, Pat Robertson, Ralph Reed, Jim CMP, Pat Robertson, CMP, Robinson, Phyllis Schlafly, Phyllis Schlafly, CMP, George Bush Sr. and Jr., and CMP. Dr. Robert Schuller. Jesus said, by their fruit you shall know them, which is in reference to the fruit of a true Christian as opposed to a pseudo-Christian tear, like the tares, the wheat and the tares in the Bible. We will be looking at the undeniable documented financial links of the people listed above to the cult leader, Reverend Sung Young Moon, of the Unification Church in Korea. Unbelievably, good old Reverend Moon was actually crowned Messiah and Savior of the Earth. I'm not making this up. He was crowned Messiah and Savior of the Earth on March 23, 2004, at the Dirksen Senate Office Building in Washington, D.C. Yes, yeah. by, by our United States Congress. By our United States Congress. That is 100% true. When we go over the Unification Church, you will see those photos. See. Now, if you don't believe that, click on the study, and you, and you can click on the PDF, and I also give you the pictures here in the study. Now, on the older studies, you'll notice, if you click on the PDF, it's like a div share link. It'll take you to another page, and it almost looks blank, there's not a lot. You have to scroll down a little bit, and you'll see a green download button. Click the download button, and it'll walk you through that. It's it's a little different um, on my older studies. But this this devil was literally crowned Messiah and Savior on on, uh, on planet Earth, March 23rd, 2004, at the Dirksen Senate office in Washington D.C., where scores of quote Christian leaders as well as several U.S. Senators and Representatives met for this very blasphemous occasion. Southern Baptist leaders were on hand as well, uh, as were Trinity Broadcasting Network uh, President Paul Crouch. We're going to talk a lot about good old Paul. Good old Paul Crouch, CMP. Reverend Jerry Falwell, Reverend Robert Schuler, 
And again, I've done a whole teaching on the title of Reverend, which is totally unbiblical for a human to take. It's only used one time in the Bible where it's in description of God, and it says holy and reverend is he. If you want to hear that teaching, just key in reverend in the search box at contendingfortruth.com, and you'll find it. It's only like 20 minutes long, I think. Uh, also in attendance were uh, Kenneth Copeland, Pat Boone, and many others. Moon claims... Pat Boone, the famous um, comedian and actor, CMP. This devil claims Jesus failed on his mission to Earth, but Moon has not failed. This is one of the largest smoking guns and flagrant moves ever made and condoned by mainstream Christian figures and politicians. This information is based on highly referenced factual evidence. We even give you the pictures, even in this study, of the actual um, proclamation from that night, from the, from this Dirksen Senate. I mean, we, we show you the pictures of the guy getting crowned. I mean, they're putting this crown on this devil. Face wearing, I mean, it's just, it's incomprehensible. But this isn't something I've talked about a lot in, you know, this has been like five years almost since I did this study. But it heavily relates to this teaching we're doing today. And, and when you start to get a grasp, I like this study because you really get a grasp of the totality of the, the sheer vastness of this apostasy, of the, of the infiltration of the so-called Christian corporate church in America. It is mind-blowing, this information. So we're looking at a picture here, and it says this picture to the left is from the Strategic Perspectives 2 conference when apostate Chuck Missler asked the apostate Tim LaHaye to be on the, quote, scholarly Koinea Institute Board of Regents in Oof. 2007. Now, Oof. I did a whole teaching on Chuck Missler. This is just confirming more of that, okay? I give you the links to the teachings here, or you can just key in Chuck or Missler in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. So... If you're like a big Chuck Missler fan and you're already offended, well, I'm really sorry, but the amount of evidence... Sorry, too. Sorry, too. Also, Tim LaHaye regards Rick Warren very wildly, highly. That is true. It's very ecumenical with Rome. That's also true. Connected straight up to, to Benny Hinn. You know who recently came out and said he's really good friends with Benny Hinn, even though he wrote a book against him many, many years ago? That'd be the false teacher... And one who should not be a pastor anymore, who's yoked up with the Great Awakening in the false light. Um, and that is... I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, he just did a show with Benny Hinn. He's got a... He's got a... Uh, a... Um, Church, and I'm using that terms loosely, out by Nashville. Um, Greg Locke. Greg Locke. Who uh, cheated on his wife, married his adulteress, should not be a pastor, does not meet the qualifications right there as now, should renounce his pastorship. Uh, the uh, New Age yoker with the Great Awakening tour and the false light. Greg Locke recently came out and did a video with good old Benahan, and they just shake each other's hands and glad, you know, glad standing against around each other, you know. So Tim LaHaye, Benny Hinn. 
evidence against the guy is so overwhelming, and it's just building every day. Just like Tom Horn, what he's doing. And Chuck Missler and Tom Horn are totally yoked up right now. I mean, the next... the next. Yeah, when you do some research into Tom Horn, you'll find he's connected to this nexus in, in as well, and not just connected, knee-deep in it. Um, thing they're doing in like Lakeland, Florida, they're, they're on the speaking schedule together. I am seeing such a gigantic push for these apostate ministries to yoke up and then point everybody to Rome, to the Vatican, to the Pope. I mean, it is so getting so flagrant and so out of control. My job is becoming increasingly easier by the week. Points them to the Pope and points them to Israel, steeps them in Zionism. Gets them both ways regarding documenting this stuff because it's it's so flagrant it's so in your face it's so undeniable that unless you were just totally blind or refused to look at the facts there's no way you can deny it it's not opinion it's not a matter of oh well you think that went no no it's a matter of documentation yep which is why i put out like in this case and again i can't take credit for this pdf I, i did i make a lot of additions and stuff but we try to put out a gigantic PDF every week that backs up what we're saying. So he does. it's not just like my that Scott Johnson does. I give you no validation or there's no other way you can check these things out. So going further, it says, how can a man who continues to remind his audiences of his impressive credentials and alleged biblical knowledge get wrapped up with the blatantly apostate, meaning Chuck Missler? Why is Chuck Missler getting it so wrong over and over with such alleged discernment and wisdom it's not scholarship but obedience to the word of god that brings the holy spirit acts 532 says the holy ghost whom god hath given to them that obey him uh, so the holy ghost is given to those that obey him okay so again when you see a lot of these people in there they're doing things totally contrary to the bible and they're pointing people to the Vatican and the Pope and Rome and, and doing a lot of flagrant stuff. You have or to Zionism, question, obviously, Israel. if that person is saved and has the Holy Ghost living inside them as a born-again Christian. I mean, it's just, just logical to do that. Um, 2 Timothy 3.7 says, Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, which is a huge trend I'm seeing. Yep. The phony great awakening. All the books that they've got out there. And, you know, the Christian bookstores. And, you know, more books, more books, more books. Yep. And, and yep. more videos and more videos. And I'm not saying there's not good books and videos. But the primary thing we really need to be in is the Word of God. The King James Bible in the English-speaking language. That's the primary thing I try to point people to. Not me. Don't follow me. Man can fail you. Hopefully I can help steer you in the right direction. But... Yep. I agree with Dr. Scott Johnson there. I could fail you as well, too. I'm made of the flesh. I am born again. I'm still made of the flesh. So obviously, you know, um, match everything that I say with uh, God's holy word, which is the Holy Bible. I don't see the fruit of all these books and all these recordings and all these DVDs. I don't see good fruit overall coming from all of these extra biblical things. And, um, and again, I'm not condemning all books and all, all the other extra things like that. It's just that, you know, obviously there's a lot of money to be made. And the love of money is... There's the Sung Mung Moon. 
even uh, after his trials and tribulations with the IRS with uh, Pope John Paul II, 1985. Actually, no, that's not Sigma Moon. That's Bohai Pak. Sorry. Uh, that's president of the Unification Church, uh, Bohai Pak, who paid Tim LaHaye, by the way. It was through uh, Moon uh, that Pak was who met with Tim LaHaye in the foundation of the CMP. Um, um, you know, that's that's how it happened. So. Root of all evil. So there's another factor there. Now, what we're looking at here is a picture of uh, Sung Young Moon's Unification Church president, Bohai Pak, and the Pope. So, the president of Sung Young Moon's Unification Church, Bohai Pak, I don't think he is anymore, but we're, we are seeing a picture here where he's with the Pope, it's Pope John Paul II, and, and him and his wife are shaking the Pope's hand, okay? And then, we're also looking at the cover of his book, Bohai Pak, and it says, My Testimony to Reverend Sung Young Moon, Volume 2, and it says Messiah. That's the name of the book. To Bohai Pak, his Messiah is Sung, Sung Mung Moon, okay? So that's his Messiah, and he has proclaimed himself to be Lord and Savior, Messiah of planet Earth. The following is an excerpt on Tim LaHaye from Bohai Pak, who was president of the Unified Unification Church. Or He's right here. The excerpt on LaHaye is from Bohai Pak's President Unification Church. One day, Tim LaHaye came to visit. He was a minister who had previously suggested that we all spend one week in prison with Reverend Moon. The moment he took Moon's hands, Dr. LaHaye was overcome with tears and couldn't even speak. When he finally could speak, he said, Moon, please forgive the American government. America's committed a great sin against you. I really want to apologize to you on behalf of the government and the American people. Please forgive America. Not all American people are like that, and they wept again together. Moon embraced him and, and then said, There is nothing for me to forgive. Since I've been here, I've come to love America even more. I'm only thankful after coming here. I made up my mind to give my entire life for the sake of America. I've come to realize even more how precious America is. LaHaye was visibly moved. Moon, you are truly living the love of Jesus Christ. Your suffering will cleanse the sins of America. I'm grateful for, to God for sending you here. To the United States. Yuck. The Moonies, you ever heard of the Moonies? Well, this is them. From 1977 to 1991. So this is an excerpt from Tim LaHaye regarding Bohai Pak. And it says, one day, Reverend Dr. Tim LaHaye came to visit. Um, okay, it's, this is written by Bohai Pak about Tim LaHaye. Okay, and he says he was a minister, Tim LaHaye, who had previously suggested that, quote, we all spend one week in prison with Reverend Moon. Now, evidently, Reverend Moon had got thrown in prison. I, I, again, the reasons for all that, um, you, could, you could do a keyword search and find out. But he was in prison, I believe, in America here for various reasons. Okay, The moment he took Reverend Moon's hands, now, I guess Tim LaHaye went to visit this Reverend Moon in prison. The moment he took Reverend Moon's hands, Dr. LaHaye was overcome with tears and couldn't even speak. When he finally could speak, he said, quote, Reverend Moon, please forgive the American government. America has committed a great sin against you. I really want to apologize to you on behalf of the government and the American people. 
Please forgive America. Not all American people are like that. And then he wept again. Now, this is Tim LaHaye, the author of the Left Behind series, the guy that started the Council for National Policy, as we're going to see. One of the most influential, quote, Christian, I would call him pseudo-Christian leaders in America. And he's taking the hands of this devil, demon-possessed cult leader that says he is Lord and Savior and Messiah of planet Earth and was crowned that at the Dirksen Senate building, performs what they call mass weddings where like a thousand couples get married to people that whoever he says they get married, they get married. They're not even like engaged. They, I, I guess he just he pairs them up and they get married in mass in his church. He is a cult leader. Big time. And this is what Tim LaHaye had to say about this guy. The moment he took his hands. That's why the Bible says, I believe, the, one of the reasons why the Bible says, lay hands suddenly on no man. Like the Pentecostals do, they go around. I've been, you know, been there, done that, you know, where they go around and they just lay hands on people arbitrarily. Things can be imparted. I mean, it's one thing to shake somebody's hand, but it's another thing to actually really go there and, 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 to, and like a, be opened for a spiritual exchange. And I think this is what he was in reference to here. The moment he took his hands, he was overcome with tears and couldn't even speak. Well, was that from God? How could it possibly be from God? Yep. The guy's a demon-possessed cult leader. No, it was demonic. This is why your feelings can fail you. This is why the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know? He was following his heart. If he would have been following the word of God, he would have never been in prison to go and to apologize to this guy. He would have never put himself in that position. But he was open for deception. Not to say he wasn't already deceived. Not to say he wasn't already a Luciferic plant, which he probably was. Maybe this is made up. Maybe this supposed thing is made up, but probably not. He probably had this genuine experience. But he was already, he already had the demonic doors open, like a barn door. This just sealed the deal. When he um, took Reverend Moon's hands. Gotta be careful. There is demonic exchanges that can happen when you lay hands on people. And particularly if you're open to that. Like, you know, if you're, oh, okay, I'm open to whatever. Gotta be real careful. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, if, if the Holy Spirit isn't you aren't born again, um, I still think you if you if you could be demonized from interacting with someone who has a demon, obviously. Um, and I doubt Scott Johnson doesn't believe in in um, a Christian can have a, de a demon, um, but um, yeah, you could be spiritually attacked for sure as a born again Christian interact with someone with a demon in them. Way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof the ways of death. See, the thing is, is if he would have been examining this guy's fruits, let's say he was really a Christian and he was really had examined this guy's fruits, he would have never shown up. He might have shown up there to rebuke the guy and say, you know, you're a cult leader and you really need to uh, stop what you're doing and thank God you're in prison because this is kind of where you need to be, probably. <laughs> I mean, better you're here, here than going out and deceiving other people. No, no, no. That's not what happened at all. It was the exact opposite. So, Reverend Moon embraced him and then said, There's nothing to forgive, for me to forgive. Since I've been here, I've come to love America. 
even more. I am only thankful, and coming here, I have made up my mind to give my entire life for the sake of America. Oh, thank you, Mr. Cult Leader. This is what we really need. You giving up your life, right. And then he goes on to say, um, I've come to realize even more just how precious America is. Now, this is like coming from Satan himself, or Satan's mouthpiece, one of them. Then it goes on to say, Dr. LaHaye was visibly moved. Reverend Moon, he said, you are truly living the love of Jesus Christ. Of course, Reverend Moon said Jesus Christ failed on his mission to earth, but he didn't fail. Do you realize this guy has elevated himself? He is so self-deluded that he has elevated himself to a position above Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The creator of the universe. The king of kings and lord of lords. The alpha, the omega, the first and the last. This devil has had the audacity to elevate himself above Jesus Christ in his own mind. And this devil, Tim LaHaye, is just feeding into his delusion. He says, you are truly living the love of Jesus Christ. Your suffering will cleanse the sins of America. How blasphemous can you be the blood of so blasphemous so very blasphemous of jesus christ cleanses cleanseth us from all sins that's what the bible says okay not the suffering of some cult leader who's in prison his suffering isn't going to cleanse nothing and then he goes on to say i am grateful to god for sending you here to the united states you should say, I'm, I'm grateful to Lucifer or Satan. That would have been a much more accurate statement. So, straight from the horse's mouth, there's a big link here to confirm this was uh, about this. And we're going to give you a whole lot more proof as well. This is a screenshot from Christianity Today. And uh, we're looking at, and it's entitled, Christianity Today Classic. With their leader in prison, the Moonies pursue legitimacy. Okay, the Moonies are also part of Sung Young Moons. Uh, that's that's how they're no, known. We're gonna finish with this him quoting from this brief article real quick, and then we'll discuss everything and wrapped up. Hope you guys have enjoyed um, this uh, first uh, broadcast of We Read the Documents Live for the Kingdom Productions Network. Uh, God bless. As they're known as the Moonies, it's kind of a derogatory term that you heard a lot more in times past. But I mean, you know, in times past. <laughs> the Moonies, I can remember growing up, even uns- in an unsafe family, thinking, man, they're they're like whacked out kind of. They're like, woof, stay away from these guys, you know. Uh, but this is from Christianity Today. Uh, with their leader in prison, Moonies pursue legitimacy. Tim LaHaye, and this is the subtitle, Tim LaHaye and other Christians are helping the Unification Church battle the perceived threat of government intrusion. Now, I'm... I'm not wanting government intrusion as far as the freedom of religion, okay? I'm not for that, okay? But I know one thing. We don't, I'm not going to get yoked up with the Mormon church or with the Jehovah Witnesses or with some other cult so that that cult can expand itself. I, I'm just not going to yep, do that. I'm not going to do that either. The Bible says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Okay, so I'm not going to help them in their efforts. And I don't want their help on my end either. This is the big thing. This is the big push we're seeing now, where we're seeing 
a gigantic push from so many different ministries to yoke up with Rome in particular. And again, the Bible says that through the Antichrist and the false prophet, we're going to have a one world religion. Well, from a Christianity standpoint, we have to have all of these supposed, or I guess they would be referred to as Protestant denominations, ultimately coming back to the mother whore, Rome, because they were protesting in the beginning with Martin Luther, and they came out of the Catholic Church, most of... All right, that's it for this episode. Um, we'll do you know further streams in the following-up weeks discussing more about the CMP. We'll play more of Dr. Scott Johnson's expose. Um... Definitely, if you're not already, subscribe to the Kingdom Productions Network on Spotify. And, of course, for only $2.99, which greatly supports the network, um, you get access to uh, you know, ad-free bonus content, 200-plus documentaries, audio, and e-books, uh, special episodes, and more. Um, and um, you know, it definitely helps. Um, take care, everybody. Um, God bless, um, and, um, you know, uh, hopefully uh, see you here again in the next few weeks with another installment. We'll discuss more about the Council for National Policy uh, and its co-option since the 1980s of uh, Christianity in America and uh, conservatism. Um, And uh, God bless everybody. Take care. And uh, see you real soon.